0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. Hey, welcome to, what day is it? Thursday, it's almost to the end of the week. 608 is the talk and text line. Have we all come down from yesterday's events? Can we kind of quell the nation a little bit? I don't know it still seems a little a little strange a little hard to believe what just happened yesterday and um try to avoid that a little bit today cuz it's just beyond me it's just beyond me but if you uh you want to call in and talk about it 608-757-914 is the Talk at Text line I did get I did see a text so Haze leaves Haze leaves read it and I know he did Cooley region cooks today and I and he won't see this text but Uh, Cooley Region Cooks is on our website, so if you want to watch that and you're into cooking, this text just maybe sums it up from Johnny. This is one of my favorite installments of Cooley Region Cooks ever. Awesome job. So I don't know what Hayes did at Cooley Region Cooks, but if you're into cooking, go check it out, wisdomnews.com slash podcast. Um, Badgers play tonight, I think. Yeah, the Badgers. The Badgers play Johnny Davis, Jonathan Davis. I don't know if we go Johnny or Johnny. I mean, the, the website says Jonathan. Play Indiana right after the show. So you listen here, do a little preview. Who wants to talk Badgers? Can we just talk Badgers and then we don't have to talk about anything else? I will say Jill Billings is going to come on. She's our state rep right here in Lacrosse, the 95th Assembly District. There's some news uh, with the COVID package a little bit a little bit out of left field. So the, the thinking was, right, that we're gonna the, the our state legislature is gonna pass this COVID nineteen package, the Republican controlled legislature, the assembly's gonna pass it and the Senate's be like, right, we're Republicans, hey, good to go. We're Republicans too. We'll pass it, uh, no problem. And then Evers can vote veto it because Republicans passed it and Evers is Democrat and we just keep fighting. Nothing gets done. Well, the Assembly passed it, and apparently the Senate's not going to. I don't think. Or maybe they didn't. I could be wrong, but that's why I'm going to have Jill on to try to explain it to us. And I don't think I have had Jill Billings on the show before, which is an oversight by me for some reason. Probably because I get her messed up with Jennifer Schilling, and Jennifer Schilling never called the show after we asked her about Prince. And, uh... And then she just never wanted to call in anymore because it was, I don't know. It, maybe that was coincidence. Maybe that was too personal. Hey, do you like Prince music? You can't. If you don't like Prince music, but you don't want to lie, then you just don't answer that question. And you never call back, right? We pick on Jennifer a little bit. Um, because it would be weird, right? To not like Prince music. Just... I mean, at least one of the little red Corvette. One of the songs. The only concert I've ever been to in my life that was just the just a concert, not one of those like where there's. I've only, I've been to another concert where there was like twenty bands, but I, I never went to the concert area. Just stayed in the campground to drink vodka watermelon. Uh, the only concert I've ever been to. It was funny because coworker here, uh, actually, was at at this concert too. I think it was like two thousand one. And it was a Prince concert in Milwaukee. What Rock Fest or whatever, whatever fest uh, happens where Prince would play? I guess Prince would be rock, definitely right. Seems alternative to me, but uh, and that that, that that was a horror ordeal. But one concert in my life, so not a big concert guy. Uh, Badgers, Indiana tonight. I will just say, Jonathan Davis, he's our lacrosse central grad right here. He's he's playing twenty three minutes a game. Seven and a half points a game as a freshman. This is really cool. So if you if you're you want a reason to watch the Badgers, we've got a lacrosse kid playing. So, uh, and and they're they're good. <laughs> the, the, the team's good too. They they have a bunch of seniors on the team. So also amazing that the Badgers they're eighth in the country. It's also a little amazing that Jonathan Davis plays because the Badgers are laden with seniors. So uh, that's always. Kind of a sign like, oh, this kid's must be the real deal if he's playing for the Badgers. I want to see too if the okay, no Toronto Raptors tonight. I I keep checking on the Toronto Raptors because we have an Alaskan native playing for the Toronto Raptors NBA, the Florida Toronto Raptors, I should say, because Toronto we can't go to Canada right now because COVID. I wonder when that's going to change. But the, the so the Toronto Raptors have to play in Florida, of course, right. And so, uh, Matt Thomas, an Onalaska high school graduate who was a four-year starter in college at Iowa state, he's playing, he's been playing for the Raptors. He hasn't played in a couple of games. He did start out really well, uh, started out the season playing 20 minutes a game and they nail in three pointers. He had nine and eight points and then his minutes just tanked. And I don't know why, but the Raptors are a good team. They're deep. So when John, when Matt Thomas gets on the floor, it's, that's pretty cool too, um, yeah, uh, a texter. I don't know who this is. So, if it's a texter, you, you're listening. Send me your name. Uh, he says, "Here, here, he or she says, you know, you should call Davis and find out what he, if he wants to be called Johnny or Jonathan or John." And we have a sports team, Grant Bills, who's on the on WKTY right now, and Dave Carney, three hours in the morning. I've brought it up. I'm like, hey, have the dude on and ask him. Just over the air. Hey, we've been calling you Johnny your whole life, your whole sports life, right? Like, for however long he's been playing for Central. Kim, can, can you just, what do you want to be called, man? Have you hit college? You hit that 18-year-old, maybe he's 18, he might not be yet, but I'm guessing he's 18. You hit 18 and you want to be called Jonathan, right? Or John. Uh, I know I was Ricky forever, and then I think I went through that 8th grade, 7th grade, 8th grade phase where I turned from Ricky to Rick, right? Um, and some people just say you're a dick, but it, I think they're, they're saying something else there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, when, when I do hear that, I go, it's Richard. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll ever go to Richard. We'll see. Maybe if I get more prominent a more prominent role here, maybe if I, I become more professional on the air, I turn to Richard. We'll see. Uh, all right. So I'm going to get to Brad in the news. Jill Billings can come on. We're going to talk about what the legislature is or isn't doing. Uh, they haven't done anything since April, really. They haven't passed anything. The, the AP story that is on wisdomnews.com says the legislature hasn't passed anything pandemic related since April. But I think that's an oversight. I think the legislature hasn't passed anything since April. They haven't done anything. So we'll ask Jill Billings if she wants to get paid by the hour, too, as I asked Steve Doyle that as well one time. Um, all right. We'll be back. Brad's got to do the news. All right. Welcome back. Turn off music turn off music welcome back to lacrosse talk PM. i grabbed the wrong mouse uh 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to shoot me a text but i got jill billings on the phone she is the oh no jill i can never do this off the top of my head what district do you represent but i got it written down 95th 95th assembly district 94 95 there 96 i just i always forget um uh, the representative here in cross a democrat uh, we, we we like to uh, point that out so we can automatically be mad at you because you're a democrat or be happy with you with whatever you say so um, but you you were were you in madison today again so we've met twice in madison and that's the, the second time Hi. that's we've we've outpaced uh, the last 8 months
1: that's right. I as we're as you're interviewing me, I am sitting at a rest stop outside of Wisconsin Bells. I'm on my way home, actually, right now. Oh, you'll have
0: to, um, you'll, have so to text, we, you'll have to text you'll have to text Doyle and ask him if you both stopped at the same rest stop uh, because <laughs> la- the other day on uh, I think Tuesday or whatever, he he uh, he did the same thing. He was stopped somewhere on the side of the road too.
1: Yeah. Well, um, so we we uh, the inauguration in the uh, state assembly uh was on monday um although i was inaugurated earlier virtually um that was a new and historic thing for us the governor swore swore us in um uh, via zoom meeting yeah and um and then uh today we uh met to uh debate our first piece of legislation yeah and
0: how does that go that's this is a COVID package i know every it seems everyone has their own package Evers has one, you, ab- you have one, you Democrats in the Assembly have one, and the Republicans in the Assembly have one, right?
1: You are absolutely right, yes. The governors came out came out with his first, um, and he asked us to, he asked leadership uh, on the, in the majority to bring us into a debate and consider it, and uh, leadership declined to do that. Um, so we came out with a package, and, and the governor's package was one that he tried to work with, sit down with uh, leadership in the legislature on the Republican side, try to come up with some sort of a compromise that he thought would would work for everybody. Um, but they decided not to uh, look at his legislation. So we uh, came out with our package on Monday, mm-hmm. and um, the Republicans came out with theirs, on Tuesday, and it was debated and voted on in committee. It was pretty quick turnover on Tuesday, and then they called us in on Thursday to vote on their package.
0: And d- d- how, uh, so you had a couple of days to, to look at that package. Was, was Were there things in there that you, you liked or disliked? Steve even said there were a couple of things I, I didn't mind, but, but he, he hadn't seen everything when he looked at it on his way home from your first session of the year.
1: <laughs> yes, there were there were some positive things, I thought, in the CBS bill. CBS News Unfortunately, special. Unfortunately, um, there, there were some uh, poison pills that were added so that um, Democrats voted against it. Um, but there were some positive things, I would say. Um, some of the stuff that we worked on earlier to address COVID, you know, back in our first package that came out in the spring, they extended some of the things that we... We uh, looked at them, and and both of us, uh, both sides of the aisle, voted for it. Um, So they included some of those extensions, um, some of those items in this package. Um, Unfortunately, there were some items that just, um, you know, for different reasons, there were different items that people felt like they couldn't support.
0: Now, the story today is the Republicans in the Assembly passed the bill, and I think Robin Voss, the, the assembly speaker, said, "Hey, it's gonna—it's the Senate. We've all agreed on it." And then uh, the 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 Senate got it and went, no, "Actually, we did, we're not good with this." Is that did, did was that out of left field? Did, was was that unexpected?
1: Uh, you know, it was interesting. We were supposed to start session at eleven o'clock today, and um, we weren't called in, and we weren't called in. There was delay and delay. And um, and I think that that's when discussions were happening between the the Republican leaders in the Senate and in the Assembly. And I guess from the comments that you said, evidently the Senate uh, couldn't agree with uh, everything that was in the package. So there were inklings that that was going on, and so we were wondering if the this legislation was actually even going to make it to the governor's pass through the Senate and make it to the governor's desk.
0: Yeah, so it sounds like it might it might not at this point. What's funny is another another section of the story that I see here on wisdomnews.com is it says Senator Steve Nass uh, in the Senate said the measure fell short of, of his priorities, which include requiring state workers to return to the office and tying school funding to in-person classes. So, I mean, more divisive. I feel like those things are more divisive and that's not going to help. the The governor's not going to pass things like that. So why even bring that stuff up? It just seems like... Uh, it, it just seems like another dead end road where we're not gonna get anything done here
1: yeah that's that's unfortunate um but i will I will say that um that the uh, the Senate can take that bill and they can amend it in the Senate and do what they what they would like through amendments and then send it back to us, and then we would have to concur with the bill that they send to us and then it would go onto the governor's desk. So, you know, if they've got problems with it, they can certainly have the debate and try to, to take another crack at it and send it back to us. But, um, you know, I, I think your analysis is spot on that, that the things that Senator Noss talked about are probably more divisive for the governor.
0: Uh, You've been doing this. Have you, you've been involved in the legislature for a decade, right? Or a decade and a year or about a decade, right?
1: Uh, nine years, almost a decade. Yeah. I had, a, I had just one year, my first term in office. Okay. So, yep. Nine years.
0: Is there, a, is there a way to just, how have things changed from, from when you started? And, and you were a rookie at that time. So I, I understand maybe you're a little bit glossy eye, but it, it's been nine years. So, I mean, the, the way things are going now, it just, it, it just seems a little baffling. I don't have a ton of experience with, with this, with looking deep into the legislature and what they're doing, but um, but obviously you do, how, how, how is this, is is this a little bit out of the, a lot of bit out of the ordinary, a little bit crazy, a little bit, just, I, I don't know. How are you feeling? Demoralized at this point?
1: I think that's a really good question. It's funny. I'm mentoring a new uh, member the last few terms i've mentored new members and and we actually were having that discussion that exact discussion and i think when i first got elected it was post act 10 and so people there's a lot of hardness of heart and so people weren't even talking to each other and i came in from a county board background where you know we all talk to each other because you might disagree on one issue one month, week and then the next week your allies on the on that a different issue So you had to make sure that you, you know, kind of didn't burn bridges and you tried to work with everybody. So I came in with that intent and people were kind of surprised as I was knocking on doors from people on both sides of the aisle to introduce myself and talk about legislation. And um, so I think my county board experience held me in good stead. But it was it was kind of tough, I will say, when I first got there. Things kind of slowly of got a little better when Governor Evers came in. I think it was divided government that way. It was even better, um, where a lot of Republicans who I had come to, I had gone to them to ask to help with legislation. Now, they were also coming to visit with me and um, saying, you know, would you help? Would you co-sponsor this with me? And would you help me get this through your caucus and and the governor's office? And, And that was smart, because you know, I at my office works hard. We do our homework and we help make bills better that way, I think, when you work together both sides of the aisle. And so that, you know, really last term, I I had I got some really nice pieces of legislation through and really had a nice time working with both sides of the aisle, especially last term.
0: But but now we're not we're not now we're now not even passing legislation. Yeah, there hasn't been a bill since yeah, the last no. COVID bill in April. So what are what is that what are you people doing? <laughs>
1: Well, we're, everybody's working on legislation. I mean, as soon as I got elected, I sat down with staff and talked about, um, you know, committees that I wanted to serve on, um, kind of issues that I wanted to address going forward, some legislation. I had a couple of pieces of really nice legislation that didn't make it through that. It made it through the assembly, but didn't make it through that final Senate calendar because of COVID. So it had bipartisan support. And so we're talking about bringing some of that stuff back. Um, so, you know, we right away we started talking about what we're going to do for the next session and, and calling Republicans and Democrats and getting support for legislation. And I mean, really, I, we started working on it right away.
0: Now, you said you were knocking on doors uh, back in the day. Are you kicking over doors now? Are you kicking indoors because of uh, how difficult... <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, that's not really. That's hard on your high heels when you do that. <laughs> plus i you know it's not good for your reputation i um i have been i think pretty successful developing relationships and uh, and and developing a reputation as somebody who you know is is a pretty common sense democrat and you know i don't attack people i don't throw bombs i'll i'll get in the debate you know i 100% i'm in there let's debate it let's talk about it you know let's wrestle with the issues and see what we come up with but you know, I don't, I don't believe in attacking people personally.
0: Has there like has that. there been a lot of debate? I mean, we 30-second session, a, a, a policing bill in August that was in and out. You guys drove, you all drove there and then drove home 30 seconds later or whatever. Not 30 seconds, but it was less than a minute. And um, it, it, has there been debate since? Have we debated anything? I mean, the, when we call stuff into session, the whole point is to debate this stuff, right?
1: Yeah, um, well, today we, so the way it, uh, it went on the floor, our, you know, the COVID package, that main piece of legislation um, was we uh, introduced a substitute amendment, which was our actual COVID package. It's, um, and so we spoke on that and the Republicans voted it down. And voted our substitute amendment down. And then we debated their bill and, but it wasn't a ton of debate. I would say probably, I think it was an hour, maybe over a little over an hour of debate. And, um, you know, I think part of it is that when you're in the, when you're in the the chambers all together and people are taking off their masks to debate and, um, I think it just, I, I think COVID makes it, more difficult like everybody else almost everybody else COVID makes it a little more difficult for us to do to do our work yeah it kinda, but, you I, know this is our first time that we all were together like that and we're working on it we're figuring it out
0: we're we're speaking with state rep jill billings of the 95th assembly district here in cross. uh I, I completely forgot about that. Along with not passing any legislation and not really even debating stuff, uh, we're also fight. We're going to bring back the fight over masks because uh, you people in the chamber don't have to wear masks, but the rest of the state, when we're in buildings, we we do. So you know, it's just a. I feel like it's a forehead slap. Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna debate this thing again. Like, I feel like we should be over the mask wearing. Yeah,
1: I, I was. I will tell you, I was listening to a lot of the um debate from my office um and you know kind of in and out to take votes and you know I you know when I felt like it was really necessary that I was there we all a lot of us were like that uh, and so um it is frustrating that there is no um sort of rule we always create rules when we reorganize in the beginning of a term and there are rules like you know men have to have a jacket and tie on in order to speak on the floor and so there are you know there are a lot of rules that affect the work we do so if we can require you know a man to wear a jacket and tie why can't we require people to wear masks when we're in those tight situations indoors you know that's that's a that's frustrating, but I will t- I will say that most people were pretty, um, were most people wore masks uh, while we were together on the floor. Unfortunately, in committee, so far Republicans haven't been as uh, willing to wear masks in those committee quarters. So that's going to be you know. I'm, what if- I'll respectfully request that people do that, but
0: we're always trying to, Joe, we're always trying to negotiate. So let's, let's go to the Republicans and be like, Hey, we'll negotiate. You guys, you, you wear masks, but you don't have to wear a jacket and tie because you know, we're living in our basements most of the time anyway. <laughs> so it, wear a mask, but come in and wear whatever you want, but at least just along with a mask. How about that? And then do you, do women have to, are women required to wear, I mean, something, I don't know. Uh, uh, nope. is there a, is no, there a... there's
1: no no requirements for women. So
0: you can, go, you can show up <laughs> no in your pajama
1: pants? I can show up in, yeah, I can show up in pants. But, I mean, most people, you know, dress with a certain amount of decorum for, because of the work we're doing, you know, yeah, you, I you it. take it seriously. When you drive up to that Capitol, it's still amazing, you know, for me. And I've been doing this for nine years. And when you walk in those doors, in that beautiful rotunda, um, it's like, something kind of click into place like okay now I'm representing the people of the 95th and so there's a certain decorum and and respect for the institution that people have
0: do you have do you have stuff that's just piling up on your desk because we we want to pass a COVID package first but you probably have stuff that's been piling up for the last eight months that you're like hey maybe we could debate some of this stuff maybe we could try to get this some of this stuff passed is there anything really important that we, we would really care about
1: you know, most legislation is kind of a long term game, quite honestly. Um, so, so I have stuff uh, kind of teed up and ready to go, but you know, you have to draft a legislation and then a, a, a cover letter, sort of a co sponsorship uh, memo that goes along with it when you send it out for people to sign on. I have a bill that I'm going to introduce right away in January about human, regarding human trafficking because it's human trafficking month in January. So I, I try to address um, human trafficking issues right away because of that reason, and and people are asking me to do that, so so I do that. But a lot of our attention is going to be about the budget. You know, the first your first year in office, a lot of eyes are on budget, and so I've already talked with the governor about you know budget requests for my district, and I mean a lot of that stuff has already it's it, it, it's already happened, even though we're not officially meeting in session. You know,
0: is there stuff that There's a lot you can... that
1: goes on behind the scenes?
0: And I don't know, like I'm not a a a whiz with this stuff. But is there is when you when you talk about what lacrosse needs and what needs to go in the budget, is there anything specific you can point to? And I mean, this is what we really need here.
1: I had a bill last year that sat oh, on that Senate calendar. I wish it would have. We've introduced this bill I think three times now, and it it gives a break on tipping fees for XL Energy. It saves a little taxpayer dollars and so i um i've introduced this twice um the problem is that when a lot of people don't have plants around the state of wisconsin like we do in lacrosse they're like nah, lukewarm on you know it's like it's kind of lukewarm for them because it doesn't affect their districts mm-hmm. you know they're 99 of us and if it just if it, if it just affects one person's district it's a little more difficult to get things through so you know our entire delegation has worked on this and last year i was working with the counties association and found a couple of republican champions and it and it it passed through the assembly and it was on the senate i think it was on the senate calendar and so then COVID hit and they didn't they didn't meet for that last session mm-hmm. um in the senate so i'm bringing that back again i talked to the governor about that um i talked about some campus stuff uh prairie springs two our science building that we need I've talked to him about that, you know, the last couple um, sessions, as we want to keep eyes on that project and make sure that doesn't stall and keep that moving forward. Um, There are a bunch of stuff. I talked to him about some early childhood education stuff. I've had some really nice experiences at conferences and some nice learning opportunities through the National Council of State Legislators. They picked me as an early learning fellow, and and then they kind of help you uh, become more educated in an area, and they help with uh, any sort of um, data that you need to support legislation that you want to propose. And so I talked to him about some early childhood education stuff that I'm hoping will have legs. And, you know, if he wants to put that in the budget, that's great. Um, And if he doesn't, then I'd like, I still want him on board if, if I can get that through so that he'll sign it.
0: You got to kick signed. indoors, Jill. You got to kick indoors. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, last question. Uh, we have 10 people up for mayor in Lacrosse. How interested are you in that?
1: Oh, God bless all those people that run for mayor. I mean, we it's such an important seat. And I think I, I have had a really good relationship with Mayor Cabot. Um, and Matt Harder before, um, as soon as I got elected, I, I sat down with him. i made an appointment to sit down with him and talk about the, the city of La Crosse. It's the majority of my district and it's, and that position is so important. I have a really great relationship with Mayor Cabot, um, uh, working on issues that are state and local issues, even federal issues that we've, uh, talked about. And so, you know, I, I, um, I think it's, it's a. I think it's a hard job, and I am am, am really interested to see, um, you know, how, what everybody has to say, what their proposals are, how they were, are going to help um, create uh, and keep, you know, our beautiful lacrosse. And and so I'm I'm like everybody else. I'm. I'm paying close attention and I'm not, I won't be endorsing anybody because I want to be able to work well with whoever makes it through um, into, into the office.
0: All right, Jill. Well, if you have, if you have, we're going to set up debates and I've got questionnaires going out to these candidates. If you have any good questions that you want me to ask the mayor's candidates uh, in debate or, or uh, just, you know, something that they can write out, like email me a question, Jill. Appreciate it.
1: Oh, I can think of—I can think of a half a dozen right now. All yeah, right. I'm gonna pick you up on
0: that. Yeah, get Absolutely. on it. All Thank right. you. All right, thanks. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. I gotta—I gotta go to break, but I appreciate you coming on. Yeah,
1: thanks. Thanks for the opportunity. All right, see ya. Okay, bye bye.
0: That was State Rep. Jill Billings represents here the the Lacrosse, the 95th district, the Lacrosse district. We can just call it that, right? The 95. It's so hard to remember. Um, all right, way late. Gotta go to break. All right, welcome back to the Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. Appreciate Joe Billings coming on, and let me yell at her a little bit. <laughs> no, I didn't really yell at her. Uh, I will say uh, there's a lot of stuff going on at 6 o'clock. So right after the show, and and take your pick. Obviously, I mentioned the Badgers playing Indiana. Badgers are a number eight in the country. And I'm getting a text here from John, nonetheless. John says... uh Anyone from lacrosse can call the Central High School senior from last year that plays for the Badgers, Johnny Davis, we used to call him. Anyone from lacrosse that's kind of in that loop can call him Johnny Davis still. But if you're not, I think we have to go Jonathan. So thanks for that, John. Uh, Thanks for that text. Um, Yeah, and I got a couple other people giving me updates on, on whether or not to call him John or Johnny. Um, Bob, Bob wanted to know why we're paying the the legislature uh, a full-time salary for doing what they're doing. Uh, it sounds like Jill's pretty busy. It's just that the, the work just piles up on her desk and she's got stuff that she wants to get passed. Also sounds like the maybe, maybe getting stuff passed is pretty complicated, right? Like we, that's another thing that we like, we wish we knew more about, but we don't. And, um, and, and then, if we want to try to learn, it's boring a little bit. Hey, how do you pass legislation? Well, you got to get it to a committee and it's got to, you got to ask the governor. Maybe he sticks it in the budget and this and that. Um, also happening at six o'clock. And if you're interested, uh, there's city meetings going on. Common council is next Thursday, but this Thursday, because these are the important ones, because the council just, I mean, by the time the city council meets on Thursdays, this stuff's kind of set in stone, but the finance and personnel committee meeting is is going on. And you just watch it on your computer. Just go, what did I I Google? I just Googled City Council Agenda Minutes. And the uh, Common Council thing gets highlighted for some reason, even though that's next week. But uh, just look for the date and the time. Obviously, (laughs) Finance and Personnel Committee, uh, click on that, and then you can go to that meeting and and see. Uh, The only problem with all this stuff on the city website is everything takes you to a PDF. And whether you're on your phone or your computer, Oh, good! Another PDF to go to, and there's so many things on the agenda, and I feel like these all take me to another page. So, I mean, this is this is one of the problems with trying to like rummage through this stuff. Uh, um, the first thing: acquisition of easement of Rivercrest Village. It's the first thing on the person, the the finance, and number one resolution that's going to take me to a PDF. And number two, 1993 Urban Rivers Program Grant for MRT. That's going to take me to a PDF. And there's number three, there's number four, number five, number six, number seven, eight, nine, ten. Why am I counting out loud? Nine. I'm sorry, there's only nine. Uh, and that's the first thing on the agenda. And then you go to number two, and that's called, uh, let's see, what is it called? I clicked on it first. Additional funds for Vista Del Rio. And you click on that, and there's not ten. There's two. There's two. The resolution, that takes me to a PDF. And then director finance, LTR, whatever that is, uh, also a PDF. So it's just full of PDFs. Um, so it's kind of hard to navigate. Like, how many PDFs do you really want to download? And especially if you're trying to look at this stuff on your phone. Um, so maybe maybe someone creates some legislation to the city council that doesn't have uh, 55 PDFs in, in one agenda. And the agenda itself is a PDF. So if you don't want to go watch that, but if you live in the cross, maybe you do. But also, more, maybe more interactive if well i guess you can interact that's the whole point of that that meeting tonight is the jna meeting is to interact for those that that aren't happy or are happy with something on that agenda but also mitch for mayor mitch reynolds has got a live stream going at six o'clock on on facebook live so i think if you go to the search and type mitch the number four and mayor he should say that i think i've seen him say mitch for mayor but i think if you type mitch the number four and then mayor all one word, it takes you right to his page and then go to events and you can see, I don't know what I've never, I haven't watched. I think this might be his first one, but he's, he's going to do a weekly, uh, just live stream. And I think you can ask him questions. Uh, who knows, but that's, that's also happening at six o'clock. So you could watch the Badgers and, you know, send Mitch, uh, Badgers updates. Cause he would appreciate that. That would be pretty funny though. Say Johnny Davis has got four points for the Badgers. um, but getting back to to what Jill had to say, Jill Billings, our state rep here, um, just the, the idea that it looks like it, you know a little bit more chaos. I don't know if chaos is a great word for that, but with our state legislature trying to pass some COVID legislation, trying to pass something, I haven't passed anything since April. Um, kind of annoying, right, at this point. But I did ask her off the air, and we never really even got into it. I'm like, Jill, what else do you do? Because if you're not passing legislation, I don't feel like anyone knows what she does. And she started listing. Uh, I'm on this committee, and I'm on that council, and you know this and that. And she did. She did go into some of that minutia, and then you know we all just kind of fall asleep, like okay. And it's my bad because I got to keep it. I got to keep it entertaining. And then she's starting to talk about, and that's the problem. Is it's not like it's not super fun to talk about, but also she's not just not passing the the, the legislature's not passing legislation, but there are there are meetings and and stuff that they're they're involved in that, that we don't see as well on top of that. So when somebody's complaining that, Hey, what else, why are we paying them a full-time salary? If they're not, you know, it doesn't seem like they're working. Uh, sounds like Jill's got a lot of other things going on behind the scenes that just, they, they you don't see that it doesn't get into session. It's not something the governor ends up signing or the Senate ends up not signing or, um, but anyway, it wasn't, it wasn't super entertaining talk. I understand that. And I'm sorry. Uh, but, but it looks like the assembly today, the Republicans in control that, they passed the COVID-19 bill. And you're like, yay. And it goes to the Senate and the, the Robin Voss and the assembly was like, the yeah, Senate's going to pass it. Because the, the idea here is to get the Senate and the and the assembly on the same page, both controlled by Republicans, get them to pass something. And it looks like, hey, look, our legislature has passed this thing. And then the Democratic governor is not going to pass it. And then we can point the finger at Evers and say, hey, he's not passing COVID, COVID relief. Right. Is this, this is the game. I feel like this is the game. And uh, then we can point to the governor, you know, half the, half the state could point to the governor and go, Oh, he's not, he, we could pass COVID relief right now. And the other half of the state can go, well, look at the crap that's in this bill. Uh, that's why he's not signing it. So I don't know. It just seems like a, like, Hey, we're, yeah, let's just play with our lives. And, and when the governor passes something that he thought was bipartisan and, and the, uh, uh, every other group brings up their own proposal. Uh, that's not helping either, I don't think. Hey, we're going to add to the governor's bill by, by doing these things. And the Republicans are like, well, we're not going to add to the bill. We're just going to create our own bill with uh, these other things. And I don't know. I don't know why. Like this this snippet from the story, like Senator Steve Nass, uh, the, the measure fell short in the Senate because he he says it. They wanted it to include requiring state workers to return to the office, uh, tying school funding to in-person classes. So we want to, like, pretend there's not a pandemic. <laughs> we just want to F it. <laughs> like, at this point, like, let's F it and just go. Let's get people in. Let's make them work. Let's make them work in the office. I think we could require them to work from home. Maybe they'll get more done. Like, why do we? why are we requiring people to work in the office? It's just silly at this point. Just everybody required to work from Zoom. And it was funny, too, that Joe brought up that men are required to wear a suit and tie or something like that, a jacket and tie when they when they have to propose something. Or I don't remember exactly what she said. I was like, oh, that's dumb <laughs> like, from a guy that doesn't own a suit or a tie. We'll go to the phones. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air.
2: And I wonder why Governor Evers is uh, withholding thousands of doses of uh, the vaccine without distributing them. Do you
0: think they're just sitting on his desk or what?
2: They are. And he's it's got his like arms
0: it. around him? That's what he's doing? You know is what he, I'm talking Don't get smarter. Is, is he laughing maniacally? <laughs> These are my doses. I'm not distributing them. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure Governor Evers has got doses of the vaccine on his desk. He's laughing like, uh, who is it in the symptoms? Mr. Burns, right? The Governor Evers kind of looks like Mr. Burns a little bit. He's got more hair. Uh, He doesn't look like Mr. Burns at all. What am I talking about? They're two old white men, though. Uh, And he's just sitting on his desk laughing. (laughs) These doses of vaccine. Nobody gets them. I'm withholding them. That's what I'm doing. Nobody gets the vaccine. All right. (laughs) Tim, is this Tim? Yes, it is. Tim's calling in. Go ahead, Tim. Hey.
2: You know, you're talking about uh, bills and uh, all the uh, garbage that is put in them. The legislature could, uh, you know, pass um, legislation that each bill has to stand alone. Yeah. And we wouldn't have to worry about these guys doing nothing. You wouldn't have to worry about bills not being passed on either side. Yeah, um, I say it, just get I say rid it all, of all, all the time. Garbage.
0: I say it all the time, Tim. I'm like, why can't we? If we're going to argue about it for months and months, then. Then, you know, we talk about, oh, while we, well, we can't pass the bills one at a time. It'll take too long. Well, we've been gone eight months without passing any bills. I feel like we could have figured out one of them uh, if we did them exactly. individually. And then uh, and then uh, at least, and if we don't pass them, at least we can see where people are voting on them. So uh, the easy one to do is $600 checks or $1,200 checks or $2,000 checks. And this is federally, but like, hey, we want to send uh, everybody f- checks for, you know, to, to sustain through the pandemic and then we can go. Okay, Ron Johnson votes against those checks. Uh, you know, this guy votes for him. This woman votes against them. At least then we can see who's who's on our side or not on our side based on what side you're on. So yeah, I I, yeah, I get yeah. it, Tim. Thanks. Yeah, you bet. All right, uh, I got to take one more quick break. We'll be back. No. All right, just a couple minutes left here. And Thursday edition of the Talk PM. Head. Kind Of an interesting show yesterday, and obviously, you know, that if you remember what happened yesterday, I don't know. But uh, UW lacrosse political science professor Trigoski came on and kind of helped out because he's he's gonna know, or at least maybe even just give some some backup on 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 trying to decipher all the things that happened. I he's a he's more of a political junkie than I am, and I, I think he was way into like Brad Williams too yesterday, very much into all the things that were happening in Washington. And it just a part of it is like, well, it seems a little, quite a bit out of our hands, right? Like, it's it's interesting to watch, but man, it was it was it was weird. And and I, there's stories that come out today. Uh, the the headline, and this will be on WisdomNews.com in six minutes. Uh, Capitol police rejected offers of federal help to quell the mob. So we we fight about this all the time, right? Like the police, hey, call the national guard or whatever, and and the police, the, the, you know, who, the the governor doesn't want to, or the, the police don't want it, and. Here we go. Three days before the pro-President Donald Trump riot at the Capitol, that's what it's called, at the Capitol at the Pentagon, the, the Pentagon asked the U.S. Capitol Police if they needed National Guard manpower. And as the mob descended on the building Wednesday, Justice Department leaders reached out to offer up FBI agents. The police turned them down both times, according to the defense official and two people familiar with the matter. So the police are turning down. And if you watch some of the videos, it is a little weird. The the police are taking selfies with with people inside the Capitol, and uh, there there's another video where there's you know protesters or rioters whatever you want to call them people in odd clothing uh, behind gates, and then the police just open the gates up and let them run in. Uh, there's there's all there's all kinds of weird videos, and just kind of what's going on seems very strange. I don't know. Um, it's all a little a little. Strange to me, but number three is calling in. Number three, you got, you got a minute.
2: Okay, Richard. Anyway, about the protests yesterday, uh, I don't think the security is too good at, in Washington D.C. I was out there a couple times. I was wondering what those guys could really do in case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, we spent seven hundred. What
2: would have happened if there had been a fourth of those people would have been real terrorists? Yeah, from another country.
0: Well, or from this country.
2: <laughs> right, real. Terrorists. I mean, regular. These guys are all just having a good time, but I mean, some guys that were really after the blood.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we spend seven hundred billion dollars on defense. You think we could we could defend our capital?
2: Well, I think it's time the United States gets our nose out of every country's business. Bring our troops home instead of giving money to everybody, every other country. Use it for ourselves.
0: Yeah, I hear you. All right. Thanks for the call. I got to let you go because it's just getting up, uh, running up against it here. And um, if I run late, then I get in trouble. Uh, but I, uh, thanks a lot for everyone for listening. Uh, Trigosky, I think he'll come back on tomorrow. Maybe, maybe as we settle down a little bit from what happened, we can kind of go over things that happened again uh, or or talk about other things. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening.